and welcome to this episode of Stories of Strange Women. We're your hosts. I'm Tanya Hurley. And I'm Tracy Hurley Martin. And today we have the pleasure of welcoming a strange woman, uh, a beautiful woman, Han from Handsome Devil Puppets. Yeah. Yeah. And she um, she just did a show in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And she's incredible. And this interview is um, essential for any creative... I think creative soul out there, um, the way she talks about how she uses her puppets to, um, interact with the outside world. She has, um, terrible anxiety Mm -hmm. and she found these, she found puppets. Yes. She found them and that's what worked for her or they found her. Right. Um, but she joined a troupe in Chicago and she moves every few years, um, and, we were lucky enough to, to get to talk to her. And I just I, I just fell in love with her work when, when I looked on her Instagram and everyone should check out her Instagram, um, handsome devil puppets. Now she, you turned you turned me on to it. Okay. I, I just can't believe somebody out there does this and only this. Yeah. And tells stories. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she cries when she, she's performing. They're it's, it's very emotional. emotional. Yeah. yeah. I mean she's she's working out a lot of stuff. And not only she's not working out a lot of stuff, but the audiences, mm-hmm. they're really connecting on this level to these, you know, to this puppet show. And mm-hmm. it's just her. And she's she's the one singing and she's the one operating the puppet. She makes the puppet. She found a way to make the puppets. She's not trained. She just figured it all out. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing story. It, it really, really is. is. Um, so everyone, please enjoy this interview with, with Han. Um, I know you'll get a lot out of it. We did. Um, so, so you were just saying how you don't have your name, your f- full name anywhere. No. Why is that? Um, I, I just, I don't trust anybody ever at all. And, uh, it's just easier to keep it off not that I think I'm gonna have like adoring fans or stalkers lining up at the door it's just so much easier to keep it to myself and yeah I don't know you can is it because of your art you just want you want your art to kind of speak for itself or is it because you really have a distrust of people both both I mean there's obviously people who know me by my full name as a not puppet human but right my, okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's my most that's recent self is just so very much that I, it's just kind of what I fell into. I just find it. So easier. when you have gallery shows, which you have one tonight, um, yes, you is it a gallery? No, show? I mean it's at a gallery. It's at a gallery. I just agree with you for the sake of Sorry, um, it's, but you don't. You don't. No. Bill it. You don't bill your. It's you just bill it as handsome. Handsome uh, handsome puppets. Yeah. Okay. And if they ask for a name, it's just hand. Okay. And because at shows, it's not really that, it's not about me. Yeah. It's about them. The, yeah. As I point, which they cannot yeah. see, to the pile of puppets <laughs> in your kitchen. Yay, they're <laughs> here. It's all about them. We're fangirling. I just we have a jiggle them around. No one cares about me. <laughs> but you're, you, I mean, you're, you stand behind, I mean, you operate the puppets, yes. right? And so do you have, a, do you, do you have a light, I mean, a light just on the stage of the, where the puppets are, right? And you're. Yeah, yeah, there's like three it's little... It's not about you at all. And I don't... And it's kind of right in the middle. I I don't do the whole... I was going to say, I don't do the whole dress in all black thing. And I do as a lifestyle. But as like a... As a, pup, as a puppeteer, I don't... You're not in a black... Yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, you're adults. You yeah. know that the puppets aren't moving themselves. I know. I'm not trying to trick you. Like Because it, I learned pretty early on if people are trying to figure out how you're doing something or like Mm -hmm. if you commit too much to that illusion uh at least in my pieces it's so much more about the stories uh and I don't want anybody focusing too much on the theatrics of it Mm -hmm. it's very not theatrical I don't do voices very basic yeah I mean I think people expect me to show up in some like full Victorian garb (laughs) with like a face veil and um, music and curtains and all this, but it's really not. It's just me in my sweaty tank top <laughs> that I've been wearing for how many days? I will not say. And I just kind of go up there and I'm just a human. And you're all humans. And it's just so important that 
But that is why. I love that you're part of it, though. I love I love in the, your pictures. I haven't seen you perform, um, but I want to. Thank you. Um, but I love that you you have yourself in the photos on your Instagram. And that was a recent like whew, okay. decision. Yeah. I mean, I've always been visible at shows, but as far mm-hmm. as like allowing pictures of shows mm-hmm. and posting pictures of myself, mostly because I got tired of people assuming I was a dude, or I just like I just. I made a decision to try to put my face out there a little mm-hmm. bit more. I need to pull Baby back a bit. Steps. Yeah, Baby yeah. Steps. But definitely in the show, yeah, I'm just kind of out there. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't allow important. photographs at your show? Um, it, I want people to use their own discretion. Again, this, the, the stories are so much what it's about. Mm-hmm. And they're so brief and the puppets are so small. And if you're holding a phone up or if you're pushing buttons, you're, go- you're going to miss something, I promise. Right. And they're a very intimate experience. I mean, I, I cry through the entire show. Do I, you? I just weep like a child. And everyone else is crying. I mean, that's all we do. We just drink and cry and look at puppets. And it's, if you're taking pictures or if you're filming, it takes you out of it. And if you post something like that, someone else is going to see it. And it may not look as good on film as it is in person. It mm-hmm. would, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm up there, just ugh, like rivers. I don't know. It, it's about being there. So I do say, you know, pictures here and there, because I've performed in some really beautiful spaces that mm-hmm. should be captured. But mm-hmm. maybe keep the videos to minimum. Maybe just keep them to yourself yeah. as opposed to blasting them out everywhere. But Yeah. Well, I'm, but you are a storyteller. I mean, it's I. That's why I absolutely am obsessed with your your Instagram because Thank every you. post has a beautiful quote or some sort of story. Um, so, it's do you see yourself as a writer, maybe? Um, or I'm starting to see myself more and more as anything as things yeah yeah as a goddess (laughs) a god creator well that's what puppets are i'm getting a complex you're creating your own world you control everything in that world and there's probably some really deep seated we could probably read into that pretty pretty Mm -hmm. heavily we're gonna try Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh but yeah uh stories so much of everything i do is 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 storytelling and because I've, I've got a few of them, and I think it's so important to share your stories and to listen to other people's stories. Because so many of mine are are only with me because of other people I've experienced them through or, or, or asked them about or read about. And as someone who <laughs> doesn't get out much, when I do, I make sure I'm always collecting those stories or giving them because uh, that's how they stay well, they, alive. They feed you. It's how you stay oh, alive oh, too, yeah. right? I oh, mean, very much so. Because I, I suffer from panic disorder as well and I'm a storyteller and so I, that's I think why I really look to to you and admire you so much is because when I know when you post something I know it's going to feed me somehow. <laughs> either wonderful. visually oh, or... Really, I mean, I really, I really do love what you do. Thank you. Um, and uh, and I just would like to talk a little bit about the anxiety. Yeah. Um, do you is it anxiety that you suffer um, from? Generalized anxiety yeah, or I'm sure, there's a word for it here and there. I really, it's just, <laughs> it's just a pretty heavy commitment to uh, not doing things if I don't feel like I can or want to or I, I don't know I judge hermetic no 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 not yeah. at all uh I don't know I, I just feel like there are times when solitude is so necessary for me and to retreat and and I mean I, I to write and to listen to myself and if things get too loud if things get too crazy I I, I have to listen to myself and if I need if I need to pull back and need to hide away, like mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna do it. And I don't feel like I'm depriving myself in any way because if and when I do go out, again, I'm at its fullest mm-hmm. collecting and listening. And but you have to you have to listen to yourself and you, you can't force yourself if if it's not what you can do. It's so and important in this age of you know self-preservation. Social sure. media too, where yeah. people think like they have to post all the time to be visible or people are gonna forget yeah. about them or move on or I'm a late bloomer as far as that I mean I got my first smartphone 
little over a year. I mean, not not long ago at all. And I was so reluctant to to start doing things like that. It, it just didn't. I it distracts me. I cannot multitask like that. If I'm trying to absorb something, it's hard for me to be in there as well and try to capture it. And uh, I don't know. It, uh, I catch myself like after shows, if I invite people to come up and talk to me, mm-hmm. I have that big deer puppet that I've posted yeah, and I, I just that. hold her in front of me between us and kind of like shrink, <laughs> like nothing personal. I'm going to slowly shrink back against this wall and start glazing talk over. Talk to the deer. Talk I'm to like, the I'm deer. I'm so grateful to every person who's there and, and the least I can do is speak to them and graciously thank them and, and, and have a conversation with them. But man... It's hard. It, it, I'm shaking and just slowly melting down inside, but um, it's necessary. The stories have to be told, and these people need to be uh, thanked and, Taken and one welcomed. Taken one for the team. Welcomed. Yeah, it's the yeah. least I can do. Like, I'm not going to be selfish about it. Yeah. Are you writing the stories that you're telling? Um, some of them are original. Some of them are based on folk tales or murder ballads and things like that, mm. uh, adapted in that way. Yeah. Such some of fan. the songs are original, and some of them, again, are adapted from old folk songs and murder ballads. And so you're performing stuff. songs as well? Yeah. every Most most all of the, uh, I call them vignettes, because they're, they're pretty short, about four or five minutes a piece. Um, they are songs. So some of them have music, and I sing them, and that is how the stories are told. And then on to the next one. But there are no, they are tied together uh, by an overarching theme, but they're not. A, a, a story altogether or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of... So explain explain how you um, kind of work through your puppets. Like how you... you it's cathartic for you, yeah. right? Oh, the, yeah. So explain, explain that a little um, bit. It, kinda, it kinda goes back to, uh, I guess, my, my origin story is when I first started making them. Um, I just moved to Chicago from Kansas, so... So you are originally from Kansas? Yes, yeah. Um, which is not Chicago, which is... It's, I, I was shell-shocked. I was very unprepared. But, you know, I was doing the whole, like, I'm getting out of this stuff. I'm telling again. Yeah. It was... I thought I knew what I was doing. Um, and I was living in this little studio, living off of wine and angst, and just, like, trying to figure out that whole who am I thing in, in this big, gigantic city. And... Um, I was dealing with some traumas. I was coming out of some life experiences. How old were you at this point? Oh, it was like... Oh, was it like seven, seven or eight years ago? So I was 23, okay. 24. Okay. Wow. I have no idea what's happening in my life. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know how to cope with those. I didn't know how those... Um, how they would be a part of my life. Because I do really believe that your traumas and your griefs and, and, and uh, your melancholy, all of those things, I, I keep them close. I think they really yeah, do make me who I am. That. I learn much more from those than I do from my joys or just, or, or my calms uh, and that normalcy. I, I, I really have, I, ch- I cherish them. I really do. And uh, there's probably something unhealthy about that. And I'm sure there's some kind of distance you should keep with them. But for me, um, I have to embrace them. I have to thank them. Because if I don't, they'll just, they'll just kill you. It'll just break you down. So mm-hmm. you have to find how, how, how they help you, how they make you you. So I was just trying to figure out how to do that. And, um, Would you want to talk a little bit about the trauma or just um, hint toward it a little especially, bit? Especially, I mean... Uh, was it familial or like no, when you were growing up? Or, okay, yeah, so it was something that happened when you were yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I had, I guess I would refer to it as a sort of near-death type experience uh, mixed in there as well. And wow. I was just trying to figure out how, you know, was I now less afraid of death because it had been so close or... Was I more afraid of it because it felt so much more possible? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things like that. And with puppets, it, it was something I could literally manipulate 
and take control of. I could sculpt something that represented something in my life that scared me or threatened me or haunted me or anything and, and then control it and make it something beautiful. And that power uh, was something I felt I didn't have before, especially in this city. It was a, in a voice, I could give it a voice, which was also something I felt I didn't have in this city. I was just a little punk kid. Like I, well, kid, I was 23, I, I was old, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, it helped me find that because um, I don't I don't feel like I could I could not stand in front of a crowd of people and do what I do with puppets. I couldn't tell stories like that. I, I uh, fear just mm -hmm. abundant. Mm -hmm. But with these puppets, I feel like I'm able to do that uh, a little easier for whatever reason. I'm not going to question it because mm -hmm. it's working <laughs> for yeah. now. Um, and I. At my shows, I, I encourage everyone, you don't have to know how to make a puppet, but the idea of that, taking something like this donut, just control it, give it a voice. Oh my. <laughs> just do, say, it, anything's a puppet. Mm -hmm. if, if you're pent up and if, and if you need to take hold of something and have a release, like, manipulate it and, and, and turn it into something. It's really... So what was your... What compelled you to make your very first puppet? And what was the puppet? What was it like for you? What did you use? Did you have any... Remember. You know, did you have any kind of schooling or... No, I... So my first puppet... Um, and did it just hit you like, bam, this is this is what I'm doing. This is not, me. This I was actually in a troupe for a bit. A troupe, if, if you will. Uh, a troupe. A troupe. A puppet <laughs> troupe. It was basically, it was just a few hipsters with time on our hands and some glitter. It was a mess. Um, glitter. <laughs> hipsters and glitter. There was so much more glitter than I ever when I supported. When I look at you, that's what <laughs> no, I see. <laughs> no, no. It was a phase. We all go through them. Um, it, I, and so, but I didn't make any of those uh, myself. Those were all team effort mm -hmm. puppets. But once the, the troupe disbanded and went on to do our own things, um... I missed it. I needed to be, keep doing that. So I did basically... So wait, you just joined this troupe? No, I... So, or, or was it friends? Like a gang. <laughs> no, so it actually happened. Uh, we all experiment <laughs> troops. I accompanied a friend of mine to... I don't know if she was already in it or if it was an audition. Basically, I thought I was like, I could be your bodyguard. Like, you're not going to go to this weird puppet thing alone. I mean, yes, because these taquito arms can really pack a wall up. But I showed up and they're like, are you here to audition? I'm like, no, I'm just, just making sure you guys are on the level. This is yeah. a little strange. And I have a degree in costuming. And oh. that was definitely not using my very Where did you get degree. that degree? In Kansas. So okay, okay. Yeah. And they're like, well, can you make puppet costumes? And I assumed I could. And so I just kind of... Slipped on in there and became part of the team. Um, but we did just, it was quick and dirty little, I mean, we just kind of jiggled the little dolls around. It was great. It was wonderful. It was just what I needed. It was a good kind of intro to what puppets could do for me and for people, other people. <laughs> I am a person. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. But after we split up, I still needed that. So I started doing basically what I'm doing now, which is just like sitting on the floor all day. Uh, building things and just trying to put something together that made sense to me. And I think the first thing, I think the first thing I made like as myself, as this Handsome Devil's Puppets entity, business type thing, I think it was a woman's body with a horse's head and a big halo of flowers. Sweet. No, I do not recall why. Do you have a photo of it? I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen it. It's your back a ways. Yeah. yeah. This 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 was one, two, three, four, five. It was probably six years ago or so. It was a okay. it was a hot minute. But uh I don't remember why I did that. I have all these like deep backstories to why I do puppets not so when I'm So what like, did you go get like um I mean, like latex and did you just go buy um, like no a at whole first bunch of I started supplies? making my own I made my own like paper clay and paper okay. mache and stuff like okay. that. So I was, I was 
using all like reclaimed found objects, which I still do. I still try to purchase new as little as possible. I do use actual real clay now for body parts and stuff, but I still insist upon using found or vintage fabrics. Um, if there's any sort of trinkets on them, they're from uh, my grandmother's jewelry box or, uh, or jewelry from other mm. strange and wonderful women who have passed on and left them behind. So, because everything needs to have a story and, and I really truly believe in that. So even though I don't make my own clay anymore, I still like to keep everything else with, uh, with a story behind it. And, yeah. yeah I just, so so I, I, I'm just going to get a little geeky here for a second. Because no, I studied stop motion and I made oh, some amateurs wonderful. in my day. Armatures. Amateurs. Amateurs. That's me. <laughs> That's exactly. Amateur armatures. That's, yeah. Um, but that you're the hands, you make, how you make the hands, yeah. are they, are they wire and do you drip the latex um, off the wire and do it in no, layers? No, it's a pain in the, yeah. can I say bad yes. words? Yes. Mm -hmm. Ass. Say bad Ass. Words. Bad words. Um, no, I, I, they are not posable in the end. Uh, okay. it is just wire with clay over oh, it. Oh, clay. Okay. Yeah. So they are not flexible. The mm -hmm. puppets... I, I, unlike you, have no idea, uh, for the most part, how the whole stop motion foam latex armature stuff. I do not know that world, mm -hmm. um, which is unfortunate. I feel like I feel like my puppets could translate into that. But for I, now, I was going to ask you if you ever considered, you know, going I've that considered, way. But... I just. Or if someone would approach you, you know. Stop I've been motion. asked, and, have... I, and I have to just admit, I. I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't have that ability. Um, there is a way to use marionettes in stop motion. It's it's mm -hmm. it's tedious. Yeah. I mean, because any little cross breeze is gonna. They're just held yeah. up by strings. Yeah. Um, and I do use a method similar to that when I make some of my little videos. My God, videos. <laughs> this is great. I was like, what's a video? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell Ooh. you. It's very special. Is it a hipster glitter thing? Oh God. Um, Why did I mention that? <laughs> Why? Why? No, but if you, if I mean, if you just, if you would make the head, do you use Sculpey on the heads or, or it's regular clay? clay? Yeah. Okay. Clay sure. Isn't that hard to? Um, you know. To work with when people uh, when people ask words coming out of my mouth so poorly, um, when they ask for how, how I sculpt something or like a how to or like a kind of a, a breakdown, mm -hmm. I tell you don't want to know. I like you do not because I promise you I don't do it right. Yeah. Um, not that I don't want to give you advice. Well, there is no right or wrong. I'm just, I'm very curious. I, I, they're just, so they're, beautiful. They're just, Thank I you. mean, the personality in their faces. The emotion. The emotion, yeah. The, I don't really know how I do it Yeah. Okay. as well. Not yeah. only do I feel like I, do, I probably don't do it how an actual sculptor would suggest mm -hmm. with the material. I mean, I use like acrylic paint. Yeah. I mean, okay. probably not advisable, but mm -hmm. I'm very married to my methods mm -hmm. stubbornly. Um, but I, I, I love that you figured how. this out. I love that's that. what it takes, and that's if I could give any advice, I think way more helpful than me breaking it down for you would yeah. just be, just sit on on your floor, and, and play. do this. Yeah, all play all the time, yeah. and I'm still learning. I'm still figuring out different ways to do things. And yeah, the internet is a, a expansive wasteland of information mm -hmm. and it's great and you can find a lot of things out from that but nothing w is as helpful as just trusting your hands and and doing it yourself because I have I have never had a sculpting class of any sort um and I truly believe I that I sculpt yeah I sculpt my best yeah <laughs> yeah well because it's it's entirely what I'm feeling at that right. moment it's you and if I'm not feeling things I'm, I can't really sculpt it doesn't doesn't really work that way I have to remain constantly angsty to make art no mm. but uh, <laughs> that's that's been the best teacher is just time and trusting yourself and hating what you make for the first three years even like you're gonna hate it it's gonna be awful what I, made you mm. keep going when when you were I needed it so badly I really I really truly believed in, in the power of puppets, which sounds so fucking weird, God. Oh, right here. crazy We're getting person. you a coffee mug with that. Oh, 
power of puppets. But I really believed in it, and it was a crutch. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It was I. I but you weren't making money. No, so. I was not. I did not start really making money off of this until a couple years ago, if that even. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was here and there, but it's not going to at first. Yeah, things like that. I mean, you just gotta keep doing it. And I, I believed that I needed it. And I also believed that it could help other people. Um, just hearing stories of people who who used the puppets for what I, I used them for. People who took those words to heart and requested puppets uh, representing things in their life that they wanted to make beautiful or to contemplate and have on their wall. And, and people who utilize them, what I dream of people doing. It was wonderful. And hearing their stories, even if it was one person a year who reached out and got one, like that's one person who has benefited from this. And... I just had to keep doing it. It, it. And it was a way to connect with people um, knowing full well that I'm terrible at doing that in person. I, mm-hmm. it, it, I do believe in the importance of still making human connections and that was something I could <laughs> I could do. It was a way I could do that. So mm-hmm. I just kept trying it. Yeah, so let's talk about your um, what kind of puppets that you make. I mean, you, we were saying when you walked in, I I love your Maricat um, oh, puppet. Yeah. I love all of your puppets. Thank your Sylvia you. Plath, and so you, mm-hmm. so what what makes you do you do you have people ask you to make certain yeah. kinds of puppets? Most of those are. And do you ever say conditions. no? When someone's, oh my god, I'm a douche. I'm when they want a so carrot top mean. puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I really am. No, you're an artist. <laughs> I, I, because they are such an intimate process and because their purpose is, is fairly specific, uh, I am pretty selective uh, with what I agree to do. You have to feel it, right? Yeah, have I have to feel it and you need to. And, and if, I feel bad, like, requesting so much of people, but uh, if people come forward to me with a story and, and with information about themselves I can use to, to really make this puppet an extension of them and make it, I mean... I don't do repeats. So if someone asks for a character, it's yours and you're the only one who's going to have it. So it needs to be so truly a part of you. And if you just come forward and you're like, I would like this, goodbye. I get it. I don't like sending emails either. They're scary. People are horrifying. I Single sentences, understood. But if I can coax a story out of you, like tell me why, what is your connection to this character or this person from history? Um... Cause, and sometimes, because like Mary Cat, sometimes I don't know this character. And so it's a learning process for me too. I get to do that research and learn about this person or this character and attach to it. And, and I learn as well. And I love knowing what draws people to different individuals. And so if you give me that story, um, and sometimes I, I, I'm gentle, I'm gentle. Like I get it, conversations are difficult. But if you can give me even like a smell, a color, a song, a poem, anything, no matter how abstract that relates to you, that speaks to you, or, or you know, makes you think of this character, this person, something I can think on to, while I'm making it, uh, because they're, they're special little things. Yeah, no, I, I, you, you mentioned in one of your posts something about... Um, it took you a while to get her Maricat's yes. dress. Yes. Right? I just didn't, I didn't, didn't know her. Yeah. I didn't know her. I, I said, that's when I think I fell in love with you. <laughs> when you were like really, really thinking hard about. I was struggling, man. It was yeah. tough. And so I, I think you had her in a black dress with a white collar at first or something. I had, something like that. And then. Oh, I don't even and remember. And then when she ended up... It in, ended up kind of like in a gray-blue with yes. the lace. And I really had to think about it. And it was perfect. Because I... Oh, thank you. Because yeah. I didn't know her. I didn't I didn't know that story very well. So I had to go back and read a little more. And it's weird. You have to get to know this little person that isn't real. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things aren't going to look right on them. I, and that kills me. And I will no, not I, release I them into the world. The it's painstaking, just right. yeah. you know, like... Dilemma you were in. Oh, if you, th- if you I think like, I well, don't talk to those yeah. things day no, in and day to, out, the way it's horrifying. Out. I'm a horrifying person. Yeah. Um, I, you, you, 
You've got to. Wait, what they, do you want to wear, America? <laughs> just tell me. They do have a life. They really do. Just tell me. And I want the person receiving it to be like, oh, it's exactly what I pictured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may not be, but mm-hmm. if I can really commit to that vision, and if it comes from a genuine place of trying to understand that character, it'll work out. Yeah. I have to trust that it will. Yeah. Um, and so, if, yeah, if someone comes to me with a request that I feel like I can't really attach to or that they're not fully attached to, I have to be like, oh, I can't. I'm and your, your medium, the medium with the ectoplasm... Oh, yeah. Yeah, out of her mouth. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. This is a person making puppets for me. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think. I want to live now. Oh, wow. No, power of puppets. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's definitely power of puppets. You need to do a TED Talk. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm I'm keeping it together. I've only said probably one bad word. Ass. I've only brain farted. Yeah. Is fart a bad word? Um, no. For me, it is. Fart. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, doing great. Doing uh, great. So let's go back to you growing up in Kansas. No. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, it's... no, it's fine. It was the Lord. Yeah. Was <laughs> all up and through me. <laughs> um, no, it was wonderful. You were violated by the Lord. I was. <laughs> I was really into him. We had a special connection. Um, and then I did him wrong. Yeah. Broke so up. very <laughs> wrong. Uh, no, it was wonderful. I was a scrappy little asshole. And uh, cows and hay bales and no... Je- uh, there were rules. Religious rules. Yeah. <laughs> we went to church all the time. What was, the, what was your religion? Catholicism. Okay, which, let here. me tell you... How influential that is. Through. Amen. I, I, I may be as fallen away as they come, mm-hmm. but you yes. do not lose that weight. And that's, I think, the storytelling. <sighs> yeah. Comes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's where I started. It's a heavy, heavy religion, and the imagery is fantastic. Yeah, and seeing a the woman martyrs on and snakes. the mystics and the, yeah, oh, it, that was what yeah. I want. I, I lived for that. Yeah. And I was like, I can't be the only kid sitting here in this palace of, oh. And 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 just thinking about the fucked up stuff, like I want to know more about the eyeballs being pulled out and the dragons. Right. And, I wrote oh, a whole book series about it's you know, wonderful. Lucy it's really it scared the shit out of me. But I and that's what I wanted to know more about. And I and I uh, people I talk to quite often who are who are post Catholics, mm-hmm. <laughs> recovering <laughs> recovering Catholics. It's the same thing. You it's it's hard to to shed that, and I don't think you need to. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved going to the cathedral for Latin mass and just the pound your chest and singing and chanting and they mean it. Oh, they hate themselves. And it was wonderful. <laughs> like, oh, I want to hate myself too. Yeah. It was great. Uh, and I, I do use a lot of that imagery in the puppets that I make. And uh, I, don't, I don't think, I definitely think it did its damage. I think many people who were raised that way experience that. We all have um, anxiety disorders. Right. Oh, crippling Catholic <laughs> yeah. guilt complex. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. A medicated crippling. But in the same way, it inspires you, and I mean, you carry right. a bit of it with you. So. Yeah. Um, I, um, your your last um, commission was a saint, right? Like um, part saint, part... Oh, that was an older one, but oh, I did, I did I post it lately. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. And I hope it's okay to tell that story. It was a culmination of... I told it on... Yeah. So she had some loss in her family, a great deal of it. And um, she wanted to create a patron saint of sorts for people who are grieving and for loss. And so some, something original to her to help her cope with this. And again, turn this into something beautiful. So we had an exchange, and she was so open, so wonderful, because it's a tough... I mean, I do not expect anyone to tell me something they're not comfortable telling me, but Mm -hmm. again, if she wanted this to really be accurate and really help her through this, she had to give me some stuff, Mm -hmm. word-wise. And so we worked together to create this little saint and put a little shrine in her belly, and I filled it with little trinkets. Um, That's so beautiful. it, it It was really... It was wonderful for me as well, because I, I hadn't yet really used the loss of someone in a puppet before. Um, so it was good for me to learn that as well. And, and 
she was wonderful, was, is, she's a beautiful person and she was so, uh, she was so great to, to work with and she was so open and it really made a beautiful puppet. And I do believe that the, the person requesting the puppet is so much equally a part of the final result as I am. Um, she made a beautiful puppet. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. So I, I'm skipping, but back to your no, childhood I, and the cows and oh yeah, Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? Um, were you? Do you have brothers and sisters? Do you? I do. I have a few. Mm-hmm. One older sister, two okay. younger siblings, brother and sister. Yeah. Okay. And but I'm the only one who ran off to join the circus. Yeah. They're all. <laughs> they're all doing great at uh, nice, stable existences. Great. Which is wonderful. Are they still in Kansas? Yes. Okay. Wow. So you're the only one that got out. Um, My older sister got out briefly. Okay. uh, But she wanted to start a family. And Mm -hmm. it's hard to do when you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Just when you're you're just out and about. On the outside. (laughs) I, however, am still out and about. Yeah. Well, so so you went from, then you went from Kansas to Chicago. Kansas to Chicago and then to Philly. No. Right? No. Okay. I've been around in between. It's it's been a trip. Yeah. yeah. So you you're like a nomad then. You just kind of. I settle. I settle for. I mean, I was in I was in Austin for head? a few years. I'm like a I'm an intermittent nomad. I go okay. through spurts of like oh, I can't do this anymore, and then I hop around and then. Because moving is really shitty. Oh, it's it's horrid. Yeah. Um. It is nah. It's awful. But is I've gotten a to a point where I can fit all of my shit in my car, which feels horrifying but wonderful yeah, yeah. It's, it's freeing it also is a limiting i've realized yeah. <laughs> i could probably use another pair of socks in my life or right. like a spatula just little <laughs> things that you're like i didn't realize i needed this until it wasn't in my car yeah so <laughs> like, do you feel like um you need to move or do you just get bored um, what, what is it I do need to move a lot, and maybe it is due to the stories. I mean, not that not that I'm saying I've ever exhausted a city of its stories. I'm not that. No, there's too many people in this world. I will never accomplish that. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of always been how I am. Yeah. Um, and I fall in love with cities, and I definitely spend a good deal of time there. But I think we all kind of reach a point where you just feel that itch. And I'm at a point in my life where if I feel the itch, I'm able, I'm able to, to, to fly, to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And as long as I can do that, I feel like that's something I must do. Because mm-hmm. you can't always do that. There was a time when I couldn't, and there will be a time when I can't. And I don't want to look back and think like, oh, you, you could have been mobile. You could have gone somewhere. So just yeah. do it. And it sucks. And yeah, it, it's not always just like... I don't know, like a movie montage, like <laughs> opening credit scene. It's not always Me that fun. Yeah. Oh no, it's smelly and it's awful. But again, there's stories in it. But you don't get attached to people where you kind of if um, create almost like a family. I do here and there, but again, like I, I'm hermetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think part of me knows. That not only do I skip around, but I'll be a shitty friend. Like, I'll, I'll stay in and make a puppet or go mm-hmm. somewhere alone instead. And not to say I don't love people and don't have some very dear friends, mm-hmm. but as of late, attaching to people is just, is maybe it's just a phase. Like, it's just something that I find very difficult to do. I'm, I'm not good at being a friend. It's mm-hmm. so strange. I don't think I'm the only one by any means. I think there's a lot of people who feel this. It's just, it's hard for me. Uh, so you would rather be alone too. I mean, on the flip yeah, side of that, you would. Yeah. And I think there's a fine line between like solitude and loneliness. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I, I, I know that people like me kind of drift back and forth. And mm-hmm. there is certainly an unhealthy way to do it. Um, but again, like right now, it's just what I need. It's just the way that I operate. And surely there will come a day when I, you know, when did I you, change Did you work this all out yourself? Because I find um, people who I know, and me, myself in particular, uh, who suffer from panic disorder, like that, I, I, I'm a terrible friend. Like, I do feel that <laughs> a lot. Like, I can't make myself call 
my best friend who just lost their dad because I can't be on the phone yeah. right now. It seems very selfish and, you know. Yeah, but you're there for them. You're just not really there. <laughs> they don't know it. Well, but they, they don't know that yeah, you're but there. To, to the outside world, I'm a terrible friend. I didn't yeah. show up for somebody who needed yeah. me to. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah. Um, and to, to recognize that. You're you're such a young person. Um, did you work that Did you work that out through your art, or did you have years I, of therapy since the time you were eight? I I consider my art my years of therapy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, it, it yeah, that's just kind of what I relied on, and you just kind of have to do it, and you just you just. Like I was saying about talking to people at the shows, the least I can do in this moment, even if it pains me so greatly, is to thank you so truly for being here and to speak to you like a human being. Because for all I know, you're just as fucking terrified as me. You don't want to be mm-hmm. here. You don't want to talk to this stranger holding a giant puppet in your face and hiding behind it. Like, mm-hmm. we're all going through it. And I can never assume I'm the only one who who is. So... Yeah, yeah I mean, when I reached out to you up. to do this interview, I didn't expect for you to say yes. I I really did almost uh, backpedaled. And then when <laughs> I got the, the I message done? today, I was like, okay, she's not coming. And that's okay. You know, <gasps> no! like before I read it. And I, I, no! Yeah, I was like, that's okay. I, I get it. I, I get wouldn't. it. I come through for you. Yeah, you did. You totally, I'm nothing if totally 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 honest. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, have not come through. I, I can't afford so. to burn any more <laughs> bridges. Everything's on fire. I need to preserve the things yeah. that are not aflame. Uh, <laughs> so you're, so you're good. You're good. I, I won't do that to you. So what were you like as a teenager? Go. Oh. Uh, as a teenager, I, I might have still been with the Lord at that point. Really? So it was a real full-on Oh, man. It took, there. it took me a while wow. to get over him. Wow. He's was the one that got away. He was the one that got away. Yeah, I think, I think as a teen, I was still... It was a lot like my current existence uh, in high school. I was the kid. Everyone knew who I was because I was weird. Mm-hmm. But... No one was, no one would claim me as their dear friend. I had like one close friend I clung to, but it's similar to now. It's like, I know people and they know of me, um, but I just kind of skipped around and did my own dumb thing and didn't have a social life because church and ballet class and wow. just, I, so that's I what stayed made at you home. Weird. I stayed at home. Oh man, what didn't? Yeah, ballet, ballet can fuck you up. Oh, yeah. ballet and Catholicism. Yeah, and this is what we see before. Talk us. about a power. Yeah. Pl- like I really <laughs> get your puppets, kids. I'm if that's loaded you. It, yeah, if you yeah. are a Catholic and taking ballet class, get ready for a uh, life of a tragedy, <laughs> poor choices, uh, no friends. isolation. Uh, make your own friends <laughs> and clay. Yeah, yeah, you're fucked. Kids. <laughs> to make your own friends. Get yeah. out now. But I, I'm just. Um, were you, I mean, did you, like, what What were you into as a teenager? Were you, did you look the way you look now? I mean, was your hair black? Did you color your hair? Did you? No. Or no, you were really. The Lord doesn't want you to what color I, your damn hair. We went to, Keep we went together. to church with Mohawks. Okay. I, I, eventually that was my life. Yeah. Bless my mother's heart. Yeah, I know. Sweet, I feel very bad. dear, precious but, bird woman. Um, yeah. No, no, I, 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 I was a, oh man, I was a fucking mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just a nut. Yeah. I don't know. I was yeah. not a, I mean, I think no one looks, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I don't think anyone looks back at their teenage years and goes, I was great. I had it together. Wow. What a real solid the teen I was. The ones that do, you wouldn't be talking <laughs> to them. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. You were a shit. Um, I was a shit. Yeah. I think we all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to be. Own up to if it. If you're going to, you know, get out and do something. Yeah, or, once I hit, like, yeah. n- I think at 19, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a shit in a different way. So, goodbye, the Lord. You're a professional shit. So. I'm going to, yeah. So, what did your mom, uh, when you told her you were leaving, did you, did you grow up with a mom and a dad? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm still growing up. With them. <laughs> okay, so still alive. Still growing. They're still growing. <laughs> yeah, I oh I let them down so hard. Yeah. I mean, don't we all though? I yeah. I really put them through it. We're disappointments. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did great at that. I really, if they were looking, if they were looking for a disaster. By God, they delivered one. They really put one out into the world. It's not their fault at all. Yeah. Um, what do they say now? I mean, that um, you're... They are... They... <laughs> they've come around to me as a human thing. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Again, bless their hearts. Because they didn't have to. Uh, their religion dictates that they maybe should not. And... They choose to be around me and uh, t- to even give, even look at a puppet every once in a while, which they're, they're, they're wonderful. I'm, I'm very grateful that, that I have them in my life because I certainly didn't for a while. I mean, it was not civil for a bit. I don't blame them whatsoever. I was mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. But the least I can do for these people who raised me, despite our differences, no, regardless of whatever Catholic traumas I want to hold against anyone, like the least I can do is is be civil and show up and and thank them. Because mm-hmm. you visit them, yeah, yes, okay. I do. I'm I'm a family. Yeah, and person. when you're home, do you go to church with them? And... Oh yeah, I put on a blouse. Of of color, it's Aww. it's very uh, Blanche Dubois. It's very ruffly. It's your church My, blouse. It's a single blouse. <laughs> your I, Sunday blouse. I think I've I, because uh, they they're not listening. There's no way. Uh, you know, I go to church like once a year when I go home to see them. And so they don't know it's the same blouse. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe I don't get. They could know everything for all I know, and they're just keeping their mouths. They're like, oh, she thinks we don't know. But man, it's a good solid hour in a blouse that. Hurts me. Every what do time. they say? What do they say it's when like you a say hair shirt? <laughs> <laughs> what do they say when you? I mean, do they? Are they worried about your future? Are they worried about? No, yo, I'm sure I mean, they have, have so be, many right? ulcers. I mean, our daughter makes puppets, and what is that? Is she going to be able? Because our family were so work you know working we were poor and it was like you have to be a nurse yeah oh yeah I really you had have to go to tenor. nursing school i really had to convince them that's why i started early letting them know look i am worthless i am gonna float here and there i'm gonna do shit jobs i'm i'm going to scare you to death but i've got this i promise like i fucking got it mm-hmm. Um, so I just started really letting them know that don't even bother stressing out about me because mm-hmm. it's not going to end. Um, it's I'm, not linear. No. <laughs> I'm not linear. Boy. Uh, I mean, so. growing up, how you grew up, though, how did you, you were, you were obviously a seeker. I mean, you found murder ballads, right? And things like that. I'm sure well, that they got And that came late. I mean, there, there are some things, I'm not saying that I had no exposure, exposure to culture whatsoever mm-hmm. as a child. I, I. Again, I think most of what I have in shows comes from very early on. I think Mm -hmm. what you start with, it stays with you. But uh, I I did have to catch up. I really did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm realizing that even even things as silly as just like movies that every human in the world has seen. I'm like, I just got to keep my mouth shut. I've never seen it. Like I didn't get to see not Disney things until 19, like, uh, I'm doing my best, catching yeah. up. Um, but and, but now I think about it and maybe that's for the best because I had to seek out different things, mm-hmm. um, like murder ballads. Yeah. <laughs> I do tell yeah. that story uh, at my show. One of my murder ballads is uh, Two Sisters. Uh, and that's a story I remember um, I was at a sleepover, one of very few in my life. I was probably not with everyone else. I think I was by myself watching TV. Like, great friend. I'm a great friend. Uh, because I didn't get to watch great TV. parties. Yeah. <laughs> the life of them, y'all. Um, and it was a real fucked up story about a sister kills her sister and drowns her and her bones are found and they're turned into a harp and the harp 
when it's oh, tells a story about my pieces. sister killing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, this, I should not be seeing this. Like, I would be in such big trouble. And I, of course, continued watching. But I, I did what you then should not do, which was tell my mother about it. Like, this amazing story about someone. Guess and what? She was like, you're never going over there again. And I didn't, <clears throat> mostly because I was a bad friend and didn't like her anyway. Uh, but... <laughs> I carried that story with me for so long. I remember, I mean, I couldn't have been more than, more than, older than, seven. It could have been more than seven of me at the time. <laughs> but it was one of the first things I remember Googling when Google happened as a thing. It's like, I want to figure out what the hell this story is. And I did. And, and now it's a show. And now it's a puppet show. I, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but I remember everything. <laughs> yeah. I just can't forget. I mean, I forget, like, where I put my fucking keys every day, but, yeah. like, I carry But once you shit. make the puppet, right, it's then it, you can let you go a little bit, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the purpose of the shows as well, is to then give this story to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I start the show with a song like that, a song that I heard at a time when I truly needed it. I didn't know I did, and then I heard it. And as songs do, it had a way of, oh man, it got to me, it got in me, and it changed me, and 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 it helped me. And I carried that song with me uh, for many years, and now I don't need it anymore. Now I'm past that. And so I begin the song by giving it to, because I have to believe that someone in the audience needs it in the same way I did when I heard it. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee I'm not presenting it near as well as the person who gave it to me, but you just got to keep it moving. So I begin with that song and I, I, I give it to the people there. And, and What's just, the song? Uh, it's called The King of Rome. It's a song about, a, it doesn't sound near as inspiring as it is. It's about a pigeon. It's about a pigeon race. And it's about um, an old man who breeds pigeons and he breeds a prized pigeon. Everyone says, when you live here, your dreams don't come true. Like, you're a fool. You're going to lose that pigeon in this race around the world. And he doesn't listen. And he sends that pigeon off to race around the world. And a storm comes in and all the birds are swept off. And he said, we told you so. Dreams don't come true here. And he says, yes, I know, but I had to try. You can crawl around your whole life or you can learn to fly. Um, and he, yeah, it, I, this is, and, and then I weep, and then I'm two minutes into my show and I'm crying. Um, and then he's out with his friends for a drink and they hear a rustle and they look up and the rafters and it's the king of Rome, his pigeon, and he's the only bird that's made it back. And he welcomes it down to perch on his hand. He said, I knew you'd make it back um, and you've made my dreams come true. And it's just, ah. Uh, it's just what I, 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 I was in a place where dreams did not come true. I was in a hellhole of a town and I wasn't even trying to breed a prize pigeon. I was just being a shit, uh, as is my way. And God, that song, um, it was so silly. It's such a little thing about a pigeon and an old man. And it just tore me up and it stuck with me. Um, and like you said, like those words, just little, these simple words like this, it's nothing crazy, it's nothing wildly poetic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but man, it, it, it really affected me. And now I just, I hope, I just trust that someone out there takes those words the same way. Mm-hmm. And then it, it kind of carries on that way. So which puppet um, that... I mean, I'm not going to ask you what your favorite puppet is, because I know that's a ridiculous question. I get asked that, and I seize up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which one do you think has been the most cathartic, I mean, for you? you, Mm. Or is that the same? Am I asking the same question? It might be the same. Uh, (laughs) In a different way? At this point, it's that big old deer. It's that little deer baby. That's incredible. What, I mean, what, what, how did that come about? Oh, man. See, now that... That's a story that I tell in my shows. Okay. Uh, that is especially, especially intensely emotional for me. Okay. I'm not saying I don't want to tell it now, but okay. it definitely is one of those like it's better if you're there. But it is based on a deer uh, that I had briefly, um, again at a time when things were strange, and 
as strange enough that having a deer was the least <laughs> strange thing I was doing at the time. Um, so she is, it is based on, on a real thing. Oh, so. where, where were you when you had this deer and how did you keep it? was it? in Kansas. Okay. Did you keep it? I mean, yeah, it yeah. was like a pet? I'm, like, I'm, pay, I'm playing so vague on this because okay. it is, I will just die a little if I tell the story. Okay. Um, but I did keep it for a while and we were oh, wow. dear friends, no pun intended. I just realized how corny that was. Um, but yeah, that one's probably the heaviest one for me, for sure. It's your biggest, I it's think, my, right? Literally the heaviest. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is the biggest. Um, and I have an unhealthy relationship with that puppet. I will say it here and now. Mm-hmm. We, I, It has shared my bed <laughs> more than one occasion. Uh, we go a lot of places together. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of looks. You mentioned but... earlier that you hold it in front of you. When oh, yeah, it's a good barrier. People. It's large. And yeah. And then also, they, it's distracting. They're like, oh, wait, this is cute. Like, who cares about you? I'm not going to talk to you. Let's mm-hmm. look at this deer. Right. Oh, thank fuck. Thank you. Yeah. Pet the deer. Yeah. One of my, my dream came true one night after a show. I needed to catch a breath. And I snuck outside. I did this. <laughs> As I mind me waddling like a fucking penguin. For, for I waddled outside with my elbows out. I took the deer out to the sidewalk uh, just to get away from the crowd. And I was out on the sidewalk and just kind of had her out. I wasn't really doing much with her. We were, we, we were just breathing together, she and I. And an old man walked by and he, I, ah. Uh, it was perfect. He did not give a shit about me. I was not there to him. He looked that deer in the eyes and he said, oh, well, look at you. Aren't you precious? And like scratched her chin. And I just froze. Like, can he see me? I'm like, am I invisible? So I froze and just kind of started blinking her eyes and flicking her ears and just moving into his pet. And he just kept talking to her. He did not say a fucking word to me. And I was like, yes, And yes. that's what you prefer. Real. Yeah. yeah, and then he just said, well, it was nice to meet you to the deer yeah. and walked away. And I was like, I can die now. I, this is my dream come I've true. I've officially become yeah. invisible and someone like acknowledged this inanimate object the as a real thing. The best part of them acknowledged the Yeah, deer. I mean, it, mm-hmm. uh, he could have just been a nutball. I mean, <laughs> for all I know, maybe he didn't see me and the deer was real to him and he was an old man tripping balls. I don't know. <laughs> but in, in my f- fantasies, he was he, he was really making it, making it happen for me, for sure. So um, so what's what's next for you? To keep on keeping on? Keep to move again? On. To- you're gonna be moving to New York, or I? Oh God, man! Baby's first New York this morning. I was like, don't, don't look like you have no idea what you're doing. We still don't. Oh, I was twenty five years. Don't. over myself. No. Uh, just cradling my Dunkin' Donuts. Like this is all that's keeping me alive right now. I did a bad job. Um, I don't know. I don't know where next is. I'm gonna try to. Do some West Coast shows, just yes, um, up, up the side. What, what are what are those? What does that look like for you? In just... theory, maybe uh, what's the L.A., San Francisco? Do you book your own Portland, stuff? Portland, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a one woman yes. hot mess right. for sure. Good, because yeah. again, I don't trust anybody. That's good. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. So I'll probably just be driving on up. So you're just going to look for, like, venues and contact them? I'm very fortunate to, um... I'm very fortunate. You have a lot of fans, though, that kind of... Well, you know, fans in that world. I I am very lucky to have people who who don't think I'm just an insane person. Yeah. Because it's definitely on paper not... (laughs) Like, can I come to your space? Get sweaty and tearful, and can I come cry? Just jiggle some shit yeah. around for about an hour. I'm I'm great. Yeah. Hi, and and I'm so lucky that that, that people are like, sure, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it takes some masking around. I'm, it's my mm-hmm. first. I'm sure though you have people contacting you though. Correct. That yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope to make it over there next. Up and down. Um, and what kind of know. like venues do you do? Do do you ever do people's homes? Do you ever? I am open to it. I've yet to do a house show, but do ours. Um, do I'll do up your yes. I'll do a house show, of That'd course. Cool. Um, my tattoo parlors, art galleries, uh, 
little shops, oddity shops. Really, I I do not care. Mm -hmm. I will pop up anywhere that anyone will have me as long as we can fit people in that space. It's whatever. I mean, they're not kid-friendly, so Mm -hmm. I tend to have them in places where kids don't go anyway so that I don't have to constantly remind people, like, don't bring your fucking babies. Yeah. Because it's a puppet show. Yeah, and they hear that and they're like, this is going to be great for my child. I did have, I had a kid, I've had kids at shows, one, one or two here and there. And I just, I can't change it for them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I, Unless you have kids like ours who they they're on the they're, they have autism and they, <laughs> they you know they will, they get your puppets yeah, yeah they I just kind of go and... for it and I assume if the mom's not okay with it she'll cover their ears and run out yeah mm-hmm. not your job because I yeah. I start off crude yeah <laughs> just just to make sure they know mm-hmm. where they are yeah mm-hmm. no so we ask um all our guests what their strange woman throwback is. Um, someone who you kind of looked to and said, okay, you know, maybe I can do this or, it doesn't have to be in your field. It could be, no, let's see. There's so many, there's so many. I mean, I could probably, I could pick any of the martyrs. I was like, oh, I want (laughs) to, I want to love something so much. I'd pluck my eyes out for Mm -hmm. it. Um, but I will say since we mentioned my late blooming knowledge of anything, um, one of the first women I really attached to once I left home um, was Edith Piaf. I remember mm-hmm. I had, I, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't think she'd be who I chose, but because we mentioned that mm-hmm. little escape uh yeah i remember she it was when i first was like oh music is a thing that isn't just like show tunes or church tunes or like Mm -hmm. oh it's something i I can discover for myself um and i found and just got weepy just so weepy i had no idea what she was saying at first and i had no idea what was happening to me i was like this Mm -hmm. is entirely new and she's so sad all the time and her life was so tragic um but she made that tragedy so beautiful and I really attached to her music and I really just, that sadness that she carried so wonderfully um, and still believed in love through it all and still just, oh, it was my first like attachment to a tragic figure that I was like, that's going to yeah. be me <laughs> till death. Just, uh sorry. I'd say that she, that's she's, a good she's one. a big one for me. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good one. And it kind of ties in with the whole martyrs thing because supposedly she was blind mm-hmm. for a while, but when she was taken to a shrine, the shrine of Saint Teresa, I think, and they claimed mm-hmm. that she was healed uh, yeah. by a miracle. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's that. it's hearsay. It's it's most of it is right, <laughs> right. But it's it, I, as opposed it's to the ones that are really blind and go <laughs> yes. to shrubs. Right. They're like, why is this fucking working? <sighs> yeah. Wow, that's a good one. That's I just really have one last thing. You use real hair. I do. In your puppets. I do use you, real oh, hair. Oh, you do? Yes. Oh, yeah. I Human hair. Oh, it's like great. hair art. Yeah. Okay, so where do you get hair? For oh, friends? or oh, Just wherever I can. Sometimes it's my own. Uh, sometimes... Wherever you can. Just walk around with scissors. (laughs) (laughs) I did work at a hair salon for a bit, and I did uh, take a lady's uh, weave when she was done with it. Okay. I was like, can I have that? She's like, oh, do you want to wear it? (laughs) Absolutely not. You didn't steal hair then. You just... No. You asked. Sometimes if someone dropped a lock here and there in the Mm -hmm. salon, I'd be like, that's a pretty one. Mm -hmm. Take it. Which is, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But how beautiful. I do have a bag of hair. Yeah, it's a hair bag. It's cute. I'm cute. I'm so appealing. (laughs) Come at me. You are adorable. Fuck. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Do you have your hair bag? My hair bag? No, it is. We are going to go through your suitcase, though, of puppets right now. That's fine. you are okay with that. That's absolutely fine, yeah. Okay. And maybe weep. Who knows? Oh, weeping is my specialty. <laughs> I am primed for weeping at or all times. Or perimenopausal. <laughs> you don't know what you're you have an excuse. I'm just a fucking basket case. Can I cry now? A beautiful, beautiful basket case. And oh, we're grateful that you're 
doing what you're doing and sharing so it with all of us. I, I couldn't do it if people weren't willing to listen to my bullshit. Like, I mean, I would do it. I would do it alone. I do do it <laughs> alone. <happen>. But I <laughs> most of my life. But I'm so, I am so fortunate. And it doesn't even begin to cover it. I, that people are willing to, to listen and, and to love these little things that I have to love. And they're part of me. Uh, and I never imagined a world where people would embrace them as they have. And I am... I am just rocked by it at all times. I will never, it'll, I'll never get over it. I'll never understand why people like them, but I'm grateful. Well, well we're grateful that you shared with yeah, us. Thank, thank you, you so much. You're so welcome.